Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner for the Next Step Journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, spiritual growth, vocation, or even your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Welcome to Next Step Leadership. I'm Chris Maxwell, and uh, Tracy Reynolds and I uh, love the opportunities we have to have conversations with one another and with with people, and and sometimes it's, it's dear friends that we know, and uh, other times it's it's new people that we are enjoying the opportunity to get to know. That's right, Chris. Uh, I'm so glad to be back having a conversation with you. And today we have a very special guest in my eyes, Derek Senestrero. Uh, some of you are you going wait a minute? That name's familiar to me because you've uh, dealt with with Sweetwater uh, music and and if. If you have, there's a pretty good chance that he may have been the person who's helped you. I know that's my story, but I want to tell you a bit about Derek before we launch into why we would have him on this podcast. He holds a Bachelor of Music Percussion Performance from Cal State, uh, studied with some greats like Roy Burns and David Garibaldi and Pete Erskine, and also did some uh, mallet percussion as well. So he plays drums professionally, uh, as well as plays some bass and keyboards. Uh, he's a recording aficionado. Uh, more importantly, married to his wife, Colleen, since 99, and uh, they have two dogs, Gladys and Georgie. I'm sure there are some stories there. It's played with a ton of people that I uh, love and respect as, as a keyboardist, uh, Abe Laboriel and Paul Jackson Jr., Alex Acuna, and uh, uh, has been on the worship team at Saddleback in Southern California, and now I think in uh, Pine Hills Church there in Indiana. But Derek, welcome to uh, Next Step Leadership. Great. Thank you. Great to be uh, able to join you guys and chat a little bit today. Well, thanks, man. I uh, All that fancy stuff, I'm glad to get out of the way because the, the reason that, that I uh, wanted to have Derek on is because it's a personal reason. It's because he's been helpful to me. Um, I've learned over the years, uh, I probably, you've been with uh, Sweetwater since 2006, mm-hmm. is that right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's amazing. Well, before we dive into any of that stuff, I get, uh, first I want to say thank you for the way you always helped me. Um, I, I consider uh, Sweetwater as the Chick Fil A of uh, the in the music industry, and which that's I, I love Chick Fil A and the corporate leadership, and I just feel like that's a, an incredible thing. So, welcome, buddy. Tell us a bit about yourself and how in the world we got to be sitting here uh, all the way from California. There's a lot, a lot to go there. Yeah. Boy, there's a lot to that. Yeah. So as sort of the intro bio, I kind of have a lot of different things I've done in the past. And uh, yeah, so it's fortunately I had the plane and that experience that kind of where it began. And that was my passion. And uh, early on, that was sort of what I did and what I focused on. And um, I had the, the great opportunity to be invited to come play at Saddleback Church before I was a believer. And uh, which, of course, that opens up a controversy of should we have non-believers on the worship team? But it's my story and it's my testimony of how um, God God used that. And uh, through that, uh, I became a believer, became very involved at Saddleback and sort of the whole that environment 
And again, still playing, teaching, doing all those kinds of things. Um, I actually was a rep for some music companies for a while. And that was kind of that music retail side of things where, you know, my philosophy has always been relationship-based. And so as a rep, you know, my job was to build relationships with dealers. And uh, as a byproduct of that relationship, they'd buy stuff from me. You know, sort of bottom line is people like to buy from people they like. And if you Mm. respect people and you treat them, you know, with that sort of relationship friend kind of a situation, then works out great from a business standpoint as well. So I learned a lot through that, being a rep and kind of that world. Um, Then I sort of had an interesting transition being a drummer. um, That was sort of my basis. Of course, I had had sort of the background in keyboard and all that through college because you have to do that when you go to college. (laughs) And um, just a crazy deal. I just sort of had this passion that, you know what, I need to lead worship. And I had never done it before. And just I felt like this, like that's what I needed to be doing. And um, crazily, if that's a word, um, I, our current worship pastor at the church that I was at in California lost his voice. And I fell into that role. And so I began doing that, um, still teaching, still playing a little bit, but really more of the teaching thing was kind of my focus, was kind of out of the music retail thing. And now was like, they actually ended up hiring me full-time at the church. And so I was leading worship and developing musicians. And it was interesting because kind of with my background of becoming a believer through the worship team, I used to have lots of students of mine that would join us on the worship team and with a very purposeful intent. And, you know, I always, I always explained it as, you know, they know very much what we do and why we do what we do. And I would have those conversations with them on a regular basis, but it allowed me that opportunity to, again, develop that relationship. You know, the relationship thing has sort of been the foundation of kind of how I have functioned. Um, So from there, my wife was on staff at that church for 18 years And there was a lot of stuff going on that was challenging. And so through that, we came to the decision that God was calling us to move on. And uh, my wife was going to have a real hard time of staying in that area in Southern California because of her rich history with this church. And so I just began sending out applications for jobs. And I was familiar with Sweetwater. I was familiar with sort of the business uh, concept in what they were all about. And, and so I applied and flew out here to Indiana. Of course they tricked us. We flew out in August and <laughs> it was nice in <laughs> August. <laughs> Smart yeah. people. So it's not always nice here. It's just so you know. Um, <laughs> and so, um, we just, you know, it was time. So we moved, started working here um, you know, Sweetwater is, was started by one person and Chuck Surak, he started the company uh, many years ago and his whole philosophy has always been, I sell to my friends and I just develop relationship mm-hmm. with friends and these are guys who do music and they want to buy stuff. So I sell them stuff. And that was yeah. what we've kind of built our business upon. Um, you know, the motto is always do the right thing. 
And so we do crazy things to take care of our clients and take care of our customers. And so that same philosophy that I've used sort of, you know, as I look back on my life, kind of how I function hasn't really changed that much. It's just the arena of which I function. And so the current one being just developing relationship with customers. So I have lots of customers who, you know, the joy is to see customer go from, you know, like a young kid who wants to learn how to record to now somebody who owns a studio and has a commercial studio. I've got to see that. and I've got to experience that with some of my clients. And that's pretty cool. I mean, it's like, that's the, the greatest sort of accomplishment to see them excel and to kind of walk that journey. And, you know, I always say, I think that's what we do as a company best is that we walk that journey with folks and we're willing to take the long game and know that that long game of relationship is what's most important. And again, the financial aspect of the business and selling stuff and all that kind of is a byproduct of that philosophy. So That's fantastic. Well, I am a beneficiary of that. Uh, I want to give just a brief backstory uh, from me, and that is that... uh, Derek, when you started uh, with uh, Sweetwater, I was probably one of your customers uh, just at a local church trying to, to buy equipment, trying to get, you know, I needed input about what PA piece, what keyboard piece, and those kind of things. And then I went off to, to teach at Emmanuel College, and I didn't, I didn't buy anything for quite some time. But uh, I, I don't know, right? 2019, 2020, I, we reconnected. I, I reached out for something. And immediately, Derek is back with me. And of course, about once a year, I would receive uh, an email, that kind of thing. And I would typically re- respond because it felt like you wanted me to respond. So, so I did. And you would always respond back. Uh, so again, being a relational person, I connected with that. I, I bought that. Well, I was, um, uh, when I reconnected with you, uh, it was, then that I realized, wait a minute, this guy, I, I just happened to, to Google your name and I ran up to this guy is an amazing player. He's played with a lot of great folks. And uh, I, I never knew about your faith story, uh, but I just knew that my spirit resonated with yours, for lack of a better way to say it. You know, And call that friendliness or kindness or whatever. I think that's huge. And I want to go back to something that you you shared earlier. Said that that your worship leader quote took a chance. <laughs> um, I I realize that's probably a maybe a controversial <laughs> thing, but one of my buddies uh, who who I was a worship leader here in the city, and uh, the guy who took my place uh, when I started teaching at the college. Uh, was a guy much like you. His chops were in playing uh, keys and bass in the local university. He was leading one of the jazz bands there. And he would ask people to play. Uh, and there was this guy who was a bass player that uh, I, he was such the kind guy, just a wonder, he'd give the shirt off your back kind of guy. And one evening service, I assumed he was a mm. Christian. I just thought, you know, because that's the way I'd done business. I always thought that was the way you probably should do things. Um, well, at the end of a service, this guy goes down and gives his life to the Lord while I'm just playing yeah, keyboards there. He's at my feet down mm-hmm. here uh, giving his life to Christ. And it changed my life. It changed my perspective completely. I was so great. If, if I had been the worship leader, Derek, I don't know if this guy had ever come into the Lord mm-hmm. or not. 
on the website, you said something to this effect that you have enjoyed not just uh, selling equipment, yeah, but watching people's lives uh, move from a novice to they don't have to be a professional, but they're moving in, they're creating art, they're creating music, and you get to facilitate that and kind of coach that along. Uh, how, why is that so important mm-hmm. to you? Yeah, because it's great to see and to be a part of that process, you know, because um, I look at more of that I'm coming alongside of them and working together, you know, with achieving the goals that they want to achieve. And so, you know, again, I always try to come at it with the, how can I be helpful? How can I, um, again, not, and that's a unique part of Sweetwater is that, you know, many times we'll tell customers, you know what, that's not the right piece for you. That's not the right piece of gear because it's not going to do what ultimately we want to get to, to where you want to go, that that's going to get you off track of that. And so being able to have the kind of relationship where you can say that kind of stuff and people trust mm-hmm. you because you've proven that over the years yeah. that you've provided input and you've said those times when it's like, you know what, that's not the right piece. You really should wait and we should get you this piece later because long term mm-hmm. that's going to be a better choice for you. And so that's where it's, it's a very gratifying to, again, have that trust that you can have those kinds of conversations and then see what happens. You know, I have a customer in Washington who, um, again, he, he started at his home with just a basic home setup, and he just has a fantastic studio in Spokane, Washington. And just to see kind of how that's happened for him and the business and He's just a smart guy, and so from a business standpoint, he's done a great job, but also just what he does from a from an audio recording standpoint has been really great to see that growth and how he's been able to be successful in the studio world, of all things nowadays. <laughs> he's successful in that, um, and going from just you know a guy in his bedroom who had a little home recording setup, you know? It's mm, so, awesome. Yeah, that's cool to see that. I know it's encouraging to you when you do notice uh, how those who've responded to you see where they're going in the new seasons of their life. Several several comments you've made that have really uh, touched me, and I've been taking some notes as I've been listening to you, Derek. Um, one of the comments was that season in your life, the life of you and your wife, when it was time to move on. You said we were moving on. I wrote those two words down because there's so many people I'm talking to right now that are in that season of of moving on. They're in the uh, not sure what's next for me. Uh, I'd like for you to give a little personal angle of that uh, for those who are going through a difficult time. Um, you know, you've done well. You made you made probably what wasn't an easy decision. It wasn't a, always a soft, simple transition. Uh, but now you're doing well and you're able to pursue dreams and help other people. I love that. But take us back to, okay, how did we, uh, how can we help others who are going through that? What do we do now? Mm, yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It was a tough time. You know, it, um, it started with unrest for both my wife and I, of, and probably more her than me. I was at a point where the worship ministry was growing. I had a lot going on. There was a lot of, um, great building of people and teams and things like that. Um, but for my wife, it was a tremendous burden. And what she was experiencing was every time she would come to the church office in the morning, she would just cry. 
and mm. and there was just this you know overwhelmed feeling um and so we actually had an experience where someone out of the blue and that someone was the founding pastor of this church's wife who my wife was very close with but hadn't talked to her in several years called and said to my wife uh be released and wow. and that was a uh, my wife literally called me and said, she said, be released. And I hear that. And so I, I'm released. And I said, okay, then we're going we're gonna to act on that. And, you know, it's always that challenge of, you know, trusting, having faith, but yet taking action. You know, and we have to, we have to take a step. And so that, we felt like, wow, that was a real confirmation and so it was time to take a step. And so our step was we put our house on the market. And we didn't know what we were going to do. We didn't know where we were going to go. Um, literally just said, okay, it's time to, to, to make that move. And so we made that step in that direction. And then the Sweetwater thing kind of came after that. Um, and so literally the day the moving truck was coming, which was moving our stuff into storage because we didn't know where we were going. And we had just decided that we'll just do whatever. We'll go visit my parents, go visit family, you know, hang out with them for a while and see what happens. And so we we're, we're ready for that. And that day Sweetwater called and offered me the job. And so literally two days later we drove to Indiana. And so it was looking back, um, I, it's a lot easier to see God's hand on it sure. and to see those, mm-hmm. those steps. But in the midst of it, our main thought at that time was, okay, we've got that confirmation. Now we need to act. We need to do our part mm. and allow then God That's to good. unfold what he does with his part, which he has been. And it was hard. Moving here was very difficult. For me, I dove into this, but my wife didn't have anything. And she was going from full-time 18 years of ministry like hardcore full-time, to nothing, absolutely nothing. And it was really hard for her. It took her probably six months to sort of figure out what that was going to be. And then, you know, it was, I'm the same person that I was there here. And that was the same for me, but it took her a little longer just because of that dramatic change. And then, of course, she's gotten back into doing what she does and which she does a lot of fantastic things. She's actually is in charge heads our church multiplication at our church. We're planting 10 churches in 10 years. And so, I mean, there's just a lot of really cool stuff that God has unfolded in, in her life through all this as well. But, but it was a process and it was a taking the step, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's not easy, Derek. I mean, I want the details ahead of time. I want to, <laughs> right. I, I want to know how everything's going to work out before we take those steps. But uh, we need to we need to finish this conversation. But we'd like to have you back uh, for our next podcast also. And uh, again, a few of the things I've written down that I want us to talk about uh, in the next in the next conversation about um, the importance of relationships in this techno world um because relationships are important to you i can tell by how you talk and and what tracy was saying about you and the impact that you're having on other people uh so let's talk about that and how people can trust us even in this 
high tech world. So Tracy, I think those will be some good conversations we can have as we are learning together how to make our next steps, our best steps. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Check out our show notes for more information regarding guest contact information. Chris Maxwell's 11th book, Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Surfaces, is available now at www.chrismaxwell.me or Amazon, where you can find all of Chris's previous books as well. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. You can find their new musical releases at www.casualamericans.com or at your favorite music suppliers. We release Next Steps Leadership each Thursday, so join us again next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. Please fill my heart.